0: Boo!
1: <laughs> I hope you're scared. <laughs> Happy Halloween and welcome to the spooktacular Halloween episode of the Nullspace Gaming Podcast. I'm the terrifyingly sexy Scott Null.
0: And I am the quivering stupid Jerry.
1: Roar. I feel bad about that, but I promise <laughs> no more intros. So <laughs> <laughs> this, this is our Halloween episode. We're going to talk about uh, our favorite horror games, what makes a good horror game, uh, classic horror games. Uh, Cheap ass jump scares. Everything having to do with the, the wonderful season of the year that is Halloween,
0: and the nice small white smell of crisp, crackling leaves of things. We already did
1: the uh, the the episode with that special tingle feeling you get from crunching leaves. So
0: it's usually hepatitis.
1: Hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hepatitis and gaming, everybody. <laughs> Can we not do that episode?
1: We're gonna light the we're gonna light the fall candle here. Okay. And we're gonna get into it.
0: Get right into that candle.
1: Yeah, we're going to stick our noises right into the fall candle here, because it's it's October when we're recording this, but it is October uh, 8th, so we've got a little while to Halloween yet, but uh, we're getting into the feeling here.
0: Um, I got a feeling I'm not the only candle. That's a big flame. Oh, I think it's from the cat hair. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, Jerry, you brought up a... (coughs) (laughs) it's a good point scott see i agree with that (laughs) (laughs) this
1: episode's going great so far jerry you brought up a question before we even started recording that i thought was a pretty good one you asked uh, about uh, classic games the nes the atari uh, going before i'd say the 3d generation Mm -hmm. Uh, can i think of any horror games and I really couldn't.
0: Well, I thought of Castlevania.
1: Yeah, Castlevania, but um, like, would you call? It's it's that weird thing where the horror can mean both a game that's scary or something that's just set in a more gothic, monstery genre.
0: I can understand, but with Castlevania One was that gothic monster esque thing where it's like Frankenstein bats boo and you
1: know that was cool but that was because it was like the silver age of those um the the horror movies I mean they even credited uh Christopher Lee as Dracula at the end (laughs) because he had played Dracula in the movie
0: yeah well okay let's let's talk about Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest now, a lot of people ripped on it a lot of times, and there's pros and cons of Ego raptor, Angry, Video game, et etc. et cetera, but now I'm just going to talk about my memories as playing it as a kid, because I didn't actually have Castlevania 1. I only had Castlevania 2. I didn't even have 3. I, I only had... <laughs> see, that's, I, I only had 3. <laughs> that, was a, that was the weird one. Like, somebody gave it to us, and they're like, I don't like this game, so my dad played the shit out of it. It was a tough game. It was really hard, but... I always got spooked out every time things got turned into night. I'm like, oh shit, fucking turn into night. And oh, like, that's right. It and the, the ghouls nice thing came where... out and blah, blah, blah. And everybody complained about it. Like, oh, I don't like the night. It took fucking forever. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, and that's true. It was a neat mechanic, I thought. I thought it was neat, yeah. Because I felt like there was like a different world coming out. And I had to like run through the forest at night. I hated going through the forest. And then I was scared that, you know, it would turn nightfall, and then the ghouls would come out, and, you know, as a kid's had imagination, they would go, like, no! And I would, like, freak out. Not in that extent, but I would be nervous. <laughs>
1: actually actually brings up a pretty good thought for me. But um, uh, as far as classic gaming, on, um, I mean, horror on the NES, when you th- asked, the only thing I could think of was Fester's Quest, and that does not count. <laughs> that, I'm not going to count that, now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just because I think back then it was... It, you couldn't actually make a game that was scary on mm-hmm. on the 16-bit graphics. I, d- I just don't think it was possible. Or even 8-bit graphics. Yeah, I, I mean, like, can you think of a horror game for Atari? Because I don't think one exists. I
0: didn't really know. I mean, there was Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that was not good. And, I mean, come on. I mean, it there were ghosts and Pac-Man. <laughs> 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 that counts, right? I, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, no. <laughs> so, yeah. The only thing on NES I could probably think of was probably Simon's Quest 2 that actually did give me that atmosphere of you know being anxious and nervous going through the woods and all kind of creepy with the ghouls. But Were you nervous because it was spooky or were you nervous because it was going to get hard? It, I was nervous because both. Actually, I liked the sprite work and the music in Simon's Quest. The music in Simon's Quest was really good. And when things got darker, everything had a very dark tone to it. I don't know. For some odd reason, in the eight-bit area, when I was it's a kid, things just seemed a lot more magnified. So I was even kind of creeped out by it. Oh yeah,
1: I mean the first game. The first game I could consider scary, the actual very 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 first game I was would ever consider scary would be Doom.
0: Doom actually, has yeah, scared me. Uh, not by like I don't know, as a nightmare sense, I gave me nightmares, but it did bring me on edge. I watched my dad play it a lot because I was too afraid to play it because you know the demons coming out of the corner. And things were actually running around in 3D, so it felt a little more real.
1: I think it was because, at the time, uh, even though uh, like the Nintendo graphics, the Super Nintendo graphics didn't quite have the same level, um, it was really, when you wanted horror games, you were doing the PC like point point-and-click stuff. Yeah. Um, seventh Guest. So, <laughs> yeah, that was a good 13th one. Thirteenth Hour. I mean, they're, they're, the horror games
0: reigned on PC. There was a Nito one... Uh, What was it? Shivers. Shivers? Haven't heard about that one. That was, that's another point-and-click adventure kind of thing. Uh, Shivers 2 I played a lot of with my pop. Um, something with a weird dark world. I don't know. It was fucking weird. I don't remember a damn thing of it. All I remember is the art, but that was the whole point of it, was the atmosphere. It,
1: and the thing was, I think it was because you had more room on the PC to actually go and build a world and an atmosphere than yeah. you did with a cartridge. Sure. So, I mean, you, you had attention to detail, and you had a story... When you're looking at Nintendo, I mean, the most story you ever got was, like, little text boxes, and you just can't you can't build horror out of that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's just, like, um, the same thing with, with Zork. I mean, the whole thing is a text box, <laughs> and occasionally you could get, like, oh, shit, that troll's in the room, and I don't have a weapon. But uh, scary? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I can understand that. I, I think mean, I think horror is, is entirely dependent on your graphics. I think it just is. It's is, it's probably the only genre I would say actually demands better and better graphics as we go on.
0: Yeah, I can admit. Yeah, I agree. Like I guess I I keep on going back to Simon's quest of what worked and what didn't work. I mean the graphics weren't that great, but the sprite work was pretty like the floating eyeballs and some of the decaying uh, detail on the levels, even though if it was like, you know, this pixelated mess. It was still part of the atmosphere that they were trying to build along with uh this not suspenseful music, but it was pretty good music. I wouldn't call it suspenseful, I'm sorry. But I if
1: if I'm talking horror and early games and the reason I brought up Doom wasn't necessarily because it was meant to be solely a horror game. I mean like it it's really more like
0: a run and gun though.
1: Yeah, it's a first person shooter the reason i would have called it scary would because those um a the um i don't know the demons not the imps but the big red ones that you know ran up to you
0: oh yeah those things were fucking creepy when just I was because
1: a kid. i was scared by them like oh shit like i would actually like run away <laughs> and the thing is they were like they weren't that scary looking it was just because they were tougher monsters to kill mm-hmm. you know they 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 took more hits and they could do, do well, a lot of damage you actually had a sense of
0: like vulnerability you couldn't defeat this just by yourself sometimes Oh, you needed a bigger weapon, you need to actually take your time.
1: Yeah, the, as as the game went on, the demons got bigger and tougher to kill, and that's what made it scary was the fact that, you know, at this point you're invested in it, especially as a kid. You're invested <laughs> in this story, and these things are getting really tough, and that, that, that did make it scary at points. But then also, when they would occasionally, like turn the lights off, and you would be in this big black area where you couldn't see anything. Yeah, like
0: a flickering strobe light sometimes. Yeah,
1: that 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 was nerve-wracking, but other than that, before the Nintendo 64 and the PlayStation 1, I cannot think of a game that actually would scare me.
0: No, that's fair. Like, it's, yeah. It's, it's
1: console speaking, like I said. Console, the, yeah. the horror games on the computer, that was different. That was uh, like the point-and-click adventures, they, there was a ton of different things on, on the PC. Mm-hmm. But, generally, when I talk about gaming in the, the early 90s i just talked about console gaming
0: sure so, <laughs> well i had some pc
1: games but not a lot like i said i only have shivers but going on from there um once you actually got the, the playstation one and the nintendo 64 and the 64 big graphics and everything we actually started seeing things that could be counted as uh, horror games
0: all right before we go to playstation one because we know there's a couple on there but how many horror games are on '64? Oh, well, there's Doom uh, 64. <laughs> there's Doom 64, yeah. Uh, Shadow honestly, Man was okay. I wouldn't call it a horror game, though. Well, I think Nintendo
1: 64 was again. It was Nintendo. They were kind of gearing it towards, you know, everybody. Yeah. Um, but s- still, to this day, I get the creeps in uh, Ocarina of Time in the Well.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, that, no, that, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a good one.
1: I guess that would be the only one I could actually count as a horror game, but. I mean, Castlevania
0: sucked on 64. Oh, it was awful. It was a piece of shit. (laughs) So, like there were skeletons riding motorcycles. Like, why are they riding motorcycles? Where are they? What time period is this? (laughs) So
1: it it was, I mean, the 64, not so much. But the PlayStation 1, that's when really horror finally came to uh, consoles. You had the big Japanese horror games, um, Resident Evil, Silent Hill, I mean, uh, House of the Dead, Area 51, I'm going to count.
0: Yeah, those are arcades, but those are great. Well, they
1: were on PlayStation 1. Oh, that's true, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, these are the, the. This was the heyday of actual horror gaming. I remember uh, playing Silent. I, it was the Silent Hill demo on the little PlayStation One demo disc. Of yeah, I remember
0: the, getting those, like PlayStation Magazine.
1: The school at the school level, and and trying to figure out the piano puzzle uh, with all my friends in the basement. You know, and this was before <laughs> the game even came out, and being terrified. The game was scary. Um, hell, even even Duke Nukem had its po- <laughs> had No, it did. It. There's the
0: points where you're in the alien ship and. A lot of homage to Alien, like the face crawlers and shit coming out of nowhere.
1: But, I mean, really, when I think about horror gaming in my childhood, PlayStation 1 is where I start. PlayStation 1 and Dreamcast. uh, Just because of the, really the big one, the big, big, big one for me was Silent Hill. Scared the crap out of me as a kid. I know (laughs) I've said it millions of times on the show, but it was the first one that I ever played that really, really laid it thick on the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had a few jump scares. Uh, the, the jump scare, again, um, reaching back to Alien, mm-hmm. the the cat in a locker. <laughs> you know, how many times does that stupid cat and alien have to jump out before they're like, oh, it's the cat. But um, it's just... Wednesday's days are just gonna be the alien get. I like that. I do like that the cat, the cat, and uh, the alien made friends. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but really, Silent Hill had the atmosphere. It had everything that, to me, was scary at the time, especially during the eclipse, where it was just low visibility, um, really dark, and monsters that you couldn't just necessarily point and click and you know get away like that. You actually mm-hmm. had to aim and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that.
0: I like uh, the audio in that game when I heard that yeah. kind of thing. Like, oh, that was kind of creepy. Yeah, and the fact
1: <laughs> that like Harry Mason was uh, made of um, I, I don't know. Basically, he was a polio victim or something. He did not move well. So, <laughs> so when you had, and that was that was a big thing about um, Japanese horror games is the fact that. You almost had an out-of-body experience because it was the um, cinematic camera most of the time. Yeah. And you you were taking a back seat while you watched the person you're controlling on the screen get eaten.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I think these days, they don't do that anymore. No, those controls games. Like, when I first played Resident Evil, like, how did you feel when you first played Resident Evil... Resident Evil controlled just a tiny bit better than
1: Tomb Raider, and we all know, <laughs> we all know how bad the early controls for Tomb Raider were.
0: Those were fucking atrocious. I right?
1: still can't play. I, the only Tomb Raider I had growing up was Tomb Raider three, and I can't tell you how many times I jumped off the fucking cliff in the, the early jungle level.
0: Mm-hmm. I ugh, the game I had one and two, and I I didn't even beat those. <laughs> I couldn't beat
1: those. <laughs> well, anyways, back to back to horror. Um, Resident Evil, the controls, they were garbage. They were absolute garbage, but they got away with it because it I really think it was necessary to add that to the game.
0: I thought it was interesting because, like, I know I would hear zombies, like, say, in Resident Evil 2, um, but I didn't know where the hell they were because of the camera angles. Because it it's fixed.
1: Yeah, and then you'd see on the camera, like, a bad horror movie. The zombie, like, walks, like, almost through the camera, and then he's in front of it. <laughs>
0: like, between... The character you're controlling, and you, is the zombie. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a problem. But it worked, and it was atrocious at the
1: same time. <laughs> and it's always a little interesting to look back and say, man, that first Resident Evil, before the director's cut even came out, I remember being just shit scared of those dogs. Oh, well, when they jumped out of the window? Then when they jumped through the window, when you open the front door, and it's like, ah! And then eventually, and if you try opening the front door again, then it's in there with you. Yeah. And... Like I, it's just, it's just that nostalgic factor where you go back and I'm I'm watching footage. I'm like, I remember this scene, scaring the shit out of me as a kid. And you watch it, and you're like, oh wow, that dog is made of play doh. <laughs> it's just so interesting how much uh, being a kid, like you said, can really the imagination that that the fact that these kids go and fill in the blanks mm-hmm. and and make it more horrifying than it actually is. Yeah. Same thing with Silent Hill. I I, I have it on the PS3 uh, and I was playing it and. I remember those dogs being so decaying and maggoty and fleshy and everything, and going back now, it's like a papier-mâché rat, and, and it's just like, there's no way, there's no way it ever looked like that when I was a
0: kid. But I, you know, it, do you feel like you want to go back as a kid sometimes? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I silent hill gave me gave me
1: night terrors i don't ever want to feel that again <laughs> all
0: right I, you asked me this question a couple of times and when we worked like if you could play a game again like without experiencing it like just experience it all time all over again
1: so if you got um gilligan's island level amnesia where i comped you on the head with a coconut and you could specifically forget entirely forget huge huge chunks like yeah. specific games and movies and stuff No,
0: do you think that uh like playing silent hill now do you think you would have i know you would not have the same impact but do you think you would still enjoy it
1: i think it would still scare me um honestly to the point where not i mean not not at the same level not not anywhere near the same level of, of how much it terrified me as a kid because a you know imagination i'm an, a, I'm an adult and you know i can see that this isn't real i can i can differentiate between you know fantasy and reality yeah. i can't never y- yeah <laughs> you, you, when, as an adult you wake up in the nightmare you know it's not real and you're just like that was a weird one but as a kid it scared the crap out of you yes yeah. so but i i do believe that the game still holds up with with the atmosphere it builds with the um the sound everything everything worked so fantastically in that title konami did just an insane job um, you had the, the low visibility, the, the character design, the fog, the, the, the lack of music, like you said, the audio in which you could hear the scraping or the only way you would know anything's nearby is the radio. The game was just, and the, the, the best part, the best part wasn't all of those um, really superficial things. It was the fact that when you did run into anybody else, anybody else that's an actual human in this town of Silent Hill, it's almost like they're in a dream state that made it feel really nightmarish. Yeah. Like, those those nightmares where you're being chased by something and no one else seems to care. <laughs> that's what made the game for me, the fact that it felt like a nightmare. And I I, I really think that we're, we're missing out of that. on on a lot of things we get today. I think that's why Five Nights at Freddy's did so well because it was one of those things where the the story of the game as to why the first one as to why you would keep returning to this job that's trying to kill you (laughs) and why would a door... Be using power to close and stuff like that. It's because it's nightmare logic, you know. It doesn't have to make sense. The fact that it is is what makes it scary, you know.
0: I like that nightmare logic. <laughs>
1: so I think I think Silent Hill for me was the first game that actually had that horror impact of oh shit, I really don't feel safe playing this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, Resident Evil for me was scary. Uh, Clock Tower was scary, um, I, but it, it didn't have the same the same feel because it was like. I think it was all doing all all to do with how people reacted how how you interacted with your environment and how you had such low visibility like resident evil you can see everything just fine even in that dark hallway oh yeah but
0: no i agree entirely um as for silent hill goes it's probably like the most atmospheric spooky haunted house blur scary not scary haunted house but you know what i mean Resident Evil, to me, was more of cinematic horror. It was. And it was, like I said, the direction in that game, uh, even
1: though it was a cinematic camera, the direction was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it, just the, the camera angles you got, where it wasn't necessarily always level. Sometimes you had the weird off angle, where the screen was mm-hmm. at, like, a tilt, and you were in the well, room.
0: Sometimes the camera was, like, way on the floor, and you're, like, viewing and up, you're and then, up, and, up, and, and, and just... you're running past the camera kind of thing. You're like, I like that. And today, you can't do that,
1: because, I mean, we... I guess we're spoiled now. We're yeah. spoiled to We like the point to have
0: that fixed third-person camera.
1: Yeah, behind you, over your shoulder, at all times, so you can see everything, because, I mean, yeah, it adds realism, but it does not add the same atmosphere. True. But that's why I'm thinking that when I think horror games playstation one was the system to have
0: yeah because 64 didn't really have anything it more had mario kart 64
1: 64, the 64 was my favorite system but the playstation one that was the system that would give me nightmares (laughs) (laughs) and it it was it was it was all of that i mean they they really the playstation one era games especially the japanese horror ones they really did just harp harp on the whole nightmare logic the horror movie logic i mean i remember with clock tower where what was it where she's walking in a bathroom and she's like oh there's a severed torso in the tub and and she just goes a severed torso and i'm like get the fuck out of there why are you still hanging out here you know it gives you the same feeling of you know shouting in the audience at a horror movie don't go in there and then just like nope
0: we're gonna keep going Uh, what's the next system We have PlayStation 2 and GameCube. PlayStation well, GameCube... And Xbox. uh, GameCube's,
1: uh, exclusive, quote, 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 of Resident Evil 4. I think, I mean, the game was fantastic. As a horror game, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was scary.
0: No, I, I think that if I saw it as that as a movie, I would label that as, like, action horror. Um, but, uh... It doesn't have the suspense horror, it has action.
1: PlayStation 2, we finally had, um... The, the, the Fatal Frame series here in the United States and that one I I'm on the fence on whether or not it was really scary I mean you can you can definitely force yourself into the story you know you, have, you, can, you can commit that investment and get let yourself be scared by it or you can be like you and just say this is really hokey bullshit.
0: <laughs> well, okay, uh, you have to understand. I, I watch a lot of horror movies, and because some of it is just kind of campy, whatnot, and and I almost have to be in the right mindset during that time of period where, like, all right, I gotta calm down here and involve myself in this game and almost let it swallow me. That's you have to you have
1: to give, you have to be willing to give yourself to the game and let and invest the emotion.
0: Yeah, and I, I guess. When you were talking about it for uh, a long time... And... I, I did talk it up. <laughs> <laughs> you talked it up for a while. And then I, I guess I... when you, you brought over the game and we played it uh, in my basement and we turned off the lights and I guess I was starting to play it and then I I guess I wasn't raised on it. I didn't play it when it first came out and I'm playing it as an adult and I'm kind of like, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching it as like a B-horror movie. And that's
1: the thing is... um. It's just... If you're unfamiliar with the series of Fatal Frame, uh, it's kind of self-explanatory right there in the title. Um, you're being chased by ghosts, and the only way to kill them was to take their picture with this camera. <laughs> and it sounds, on paper, it just sounds really stupid. Yes. <laughs> but it was, it was actually, um, again, it had the same stiff controls that mm-hmm. the, the previous generation of games had that really, really made it for me. The fact that you couldn't just turn around, the fact that, you know, one of those options was you tap the right control stick and you swung 80, 180 degrees and the ghost is still
0: at your 90 yeah. you know <laughs> so no i played a little bit more of it after like, i guess i after everybody left cuz you know i want probably to play by myself where i have nobody around me so it's it's
1: another thing it's i mean Unless you're a kid, horror games need to be played alone. Yes. You can't go in there with somebody, which is why Resident Evil 5 was such garbage.
0: That yeah, that was that was just a co-op action game. But, continue. But, anyways, no. I played a little bit more by myself, and I let it, like, basically consume me. And I started having the environments kind of creep up on me, and the shadows and whatnot. And I started letting it take me away into this world, and I was starting to enjoy it a little bit more. Like I said, I playing with you and my girlfriend Kelly, you know, I was... In my mode of just having fun, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I wasn't taking it seriously. That's that's the thing. Is is um, the old the old games?
1: You know, you have that nostalgic feel. Where I could play Silent Hill in the basement with all of my friends from elementary school and still get scared. Yeah. But um, as an adult, it's kind of like, I remember seeing uh, Paranormal Activity, the movie, that I mean, 50% of you are going to laugh at me right now and 50% are just going to agree because it's one of those love it or hate it movies.
0: I thought it was hokey. That's the thing. <laughs> as I thought it was terrifying. I remember
1: seeing it in theaters and w- I was white knuckle in the chair. <laughs> my sister took a friend and I to, to Paranormal Activity because my birthday's is Halloween-ish so we, we, we did that as my present and... I mean, I was white knuckle in the chair, he was white knuckle in the chair, and my sister was just like, oh my god, I'm sorry for, for this movie, it's so bad, it's so dumb. <laughs> and we looked at her, we are like, what in the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so I saw it in theaters and it terrified me, and then I saw the movie again at a friend's house, you know, well-lit room, friend, uh, house full of people, you know, and everybody's just, you know, it was mystery science theater. Yeah. We're all just ripping on it and, you know, you see, it's like, you turn the lights on in a haunted house.
0: You know, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Well, I guess, you know, you also have to go on upon, like, what actually scares you, like, what you don't understand. Like, I, I follow a lot of, like, ghost stories and, like, those ghosts. I don't like ghost adventures too much because I think they're stupid. I do like, <laughs> I like ghost hunters. I like the, how they try to debunk things and take it seriously. Oh, you don't like just running around the house and going, oh, it touched me! <laughs> <laughs> no. They they basically, just try to disprove it first, so if they can't find anything to disprove that they have no idea what that is, that it could be something else, and I like that. You know, I, I really dig that, and I take it very seriously, and when I watch something like that, I feel kind of like, eh, you're not taking it seriously for me. <laughs> and I guess I try to more understand it, and I don't have much of a fear of it, and... But I do believe in ghosts and I do believe in all that stuff.
1: I know, and that's why it's funny when shit like that scares me because you know I don't believe in all of that stuff. So. <laughs> and that's it's
0: not a good thing. I guess the thing that I, that kind of gets me as like a horror kind of thing, I do also believe in extraterrestrials and whatnot like that. Like if I saw like uh, Fire in the Sky, that movie, that as a kid watching that, that freaked the fuck out of me. The special effects in that movie were really creepy in the end, and I still watch it to this day. And like uh, I still get kind of creeped out by the special effects because it's horrifying because it's basically the boogeyman taking you away and doing some weird crazy shit to you <laughs> that's the thing is like when you're when you're a kid anything
1: has a potential of scaring you like that. I remember Mars Attacks giving me nightmares. That
0: actually creeped me out, too,
1: believe it or not, as a kid. And and it was just, I mean, you watch it today, and it's a
0: comedy. The movie is a comedy. Yeah, like, watching it as a kid, I'm like, this is a fucking comedy. Oh, my like God.
1: F- I remember this being scary as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the movie is is it, it is just so obviously comedy
0: that only a kid would be too dumb to realize that. Ghostbusters scared the shit out of me as a kid. That one never got to me. that i dude i watched it when i was starting when i was three you have to understand oh yeah yeah and that's (laughs) but it was a cold hit for me so i think i think that's what what the
1: problem is with modern day gaming is that um we've got horror games that are trying to they're almost trying too hard they're trying to recapture something that was that was in our youth that you just can't get back you can't be that level of innocent and naive to be scared by the same things like you are today mm-hmm. so you get games like um the newest silent hills that um a they really just they're lacking because they're they're made here in america and that the atmosphere just isn't there and mm-hmm. we, it's something we've seen before and even though it's graphically superior it just it's not scary
0: no you have a good point and actually CJ mentioned something to me on Facebook shout out to CJ CJ Cecil he said something actually like that I didn't even think about uh, compared to the old Ghostbusters to the new Ghostbusters he's like you have to look at Ghostbusters the way it worked then is because it was a horror movie but they stuck comedians in it yeah and he says the new one is the complete opposite it's a comedy movie with comedians with trying to have horror elements it's the reversal
1: that and um, we're we we're, we're too like I said earlier we're too spoiled on controls um, if because can being controlled badly. I, do you think that was the intention for Resident Evil? Or do you think that was no, just hap- I,
0: I, I think it was a graphic limitation and they had to work around it and it was, then they used it to their advantage. It was a happy accident. Exactly. Almost. Same thing with Silent Hill. I mean, you can't render all those buildings and the distance because there's a distance field where you can only render so much and see so much. And you don't want popping. Exactly. So what? You have a fog. <laughs> you can't see it. You're not supposed to see stuff in it. And that's, not the, and not that's the perfect.
1: Perfect. And not the Metropolis fart fog of
0: Superman 64, which was scary
1: for an entirely different reason.
0: (laughs) So that works out too for his advantage. Like, sometimes having those graphic limitations can work out to your own imagination against you. If that makes sense, what I just said. It it makes
1: perfect perfect sense to me. And then, I mean, like, you have it today where um, I'm trying to think of a game that I have played recently within the past two generations that has actually scared me. And I'm, I'm coming up blank because I think, I, I, can't, I can't tell you because uh, it would be impossible. I can't tell you if it's because I'm a grown-up now and as a kid these games would be terrifying or it's because uh, it's, it's, we're losing atmosphere because of tighter controls, uh, more graphic superiority, that you could see everything. Um, I mean, ah, that is the game that scared me recently. And I've brought it up on the show before. Alien isolation uh, alien isolation it because I think it's we've we've gotten too used to the fact of of having a horror game meaning we have an enemy that you can essentially still kill mm-hmm. and I think alien isolation did that so well to have an enemy that if you ran into it you were just done
0: Yeah, that's true like you, you had really no option to kill this damn thing <laughs> there, there, there was
1: no there was no um, stopping it and that was, it was a force it was it was this Actual danger that when you run into it, you are essentially entirely vulnerable mm-hmm.
0: to mm-hmm. this
1: to this this creature, and I mean that's why the game kind of falls apart when it does a lot of the robot enemies to me. Because, I mean, yeah, they'll grab you and choke you, but you can still get away. And...
0: Yeah, well, they had to break up the game long enough to keep you more interested and invested. But every time they...
1: you ran into the Xenomorph, the actual alien, the game comes to life. And I remember actually throwing my controller down and covering my, my face... Because, I, A, I was sitting really close to the screen, but I was covering my face with my hands, like, out, like, ah! <laughs> when the alien picks me up and eats me! <laughs> because it was just done so, so well. You had, you had the old, like, the, um, the 1980s spaceship with the, the neon lights and the, the you know... The two TVs and everything. The two TVs. And I, that never really got to me, but the, the entire game was made scary because of the enemy you can't
0: stop. Do you think the atmosphere, like the dark lighting, had an effect on it at all, or no?
1: Really, when it comes to dark lighting, these days it just irritates me more than actually makes a game scary, because I can't see, and I see that more of a, uh, it's not really atmosphere building, it's more of a hurdle that I have to kind of overcome.
0: When I was younger, when Doom 3 first came out, I was actually kind of creeped out by it, because of the, the dark moments where I don't know what was lurking around the corner, yeah. But then, you know, and I feel like that was ruined with the uh, BFG edition where they attached on a flashlight at the end of your pistol, because the whole point was like, you're walking around in the dark, you don't know what's in the corner, then in putting a flashlight you're like, oh, well, I can see exactly where I'm going, so what the fuck? What? <laughs> that's just another
1: example of games getting, um, they're getting too, too easy, too player friendly, and I mean, the limitation of being able to say gun or flashlight, that built the atmosphere mm-hmm. and now that you have gun and flashlight it's it's too friendly they, yeah they're they're treating you too nicely for yeah a horror game.
0: <laughs> what i yeah when i saw it on steam like i'm like no oh, i'm gonna buy the original fuck that because <laughs> i thought it was
1: creepier well since we're jumping into modern day horror games i think this is a good place to have a little uh little break um we'll do our segment of uh i don't know what are you watching Jar?
0: what am i watching right now um fuck what was i watching i was watching something last night oh my god Okay. Well, you think I'll go first? Like I
1: said, I just just recently um, watched. I'm sure tra- last time, last episode I brought up the fact that I'm trying to catch up on some some classic movies, uh, modern day classic stuff like that. Things that everybody should see in their lifetime. And I watched um, Alien, classic '80s horror movie Alien. Actually, I think it was '79. Yeah, it was '79. Um, uh, watched it for the first time this this past week. Uh, it's a good movie. There, there's nothing. There's nothing against it. It's a good movie. That's um, if you haven't seen it, it's there. It's such a cultural icon that I think you have to. <laughs>
0: it, you have to do it. <laughs> you have
1: to. I mean, any it's everything. Everything makes references to Alien. Everything. Mm-hmm. Everything from t- TV back in the eighties to modern day. I mean, I Rick and Morty still makes co- you know oh, references yeah. to Alien.
0: Duke Nukem does it all
1: the time. Still. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah. The even Silent Hill,
1: The Cat in the Locker, was a reference to Alien to me. The the everything builds on it, and if you haven't seen it yet, you just need to go watch it.
0: Uh, what I actually watching this week, I was recommended from a person at work to watch uh, Charlie Kaufman movies, and if you've seen like Adaptation, Being John Malkovich, you know I've watched those. But apparently, I've been like closed in a locked closet under a rock with a blanket over it. For the past couple of years, because I have not watched this new stuff. And I'm watching an animation, I forgot what it was called. An Anomaly... That was good, it's depressing. <laughs> There's one with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman before he died. And that was weird. <laughs> it's basically, he gets a... Uh, basically documenting his life into a play. But the play, he is literally hiring every person to represent in his life. And it's like, there's thousands of people, and there's like this, I don't know, it's, and it's depressing. That's all it was. After I watched it, I was just depressed. <laughs> Almost kind of
1: sounds like Big Fish to me.
0: It's depressing, the Big Fish, trust me.
1: Big Fish wasn't supposed to be depressing, I think that was...
0: <laughs> big Fish seemed hopeful. Yeah. Um, this one was depressing. It I'm... made me sad. <laughs> it probably wasn't supposed to be. I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. I need to watch it again. Okay, but that's very... Oh, and I binge-watched Steven Universe in four days. You
1: watched all of Steven Universe, and... um,
0: Four seasons, four days.
1: (laughs) As far as Steven Universe goes, it's something we both enjoy. Um, I I would still say it's a niche market for Steven Universe. I'd say it's ahead of its time, and not everybody's ready for it yet.
0: No, no, no. Um, I've been watching it with my uh, girlfriend's daughter, and she loves it. She adores it. She loves... All the characters. Right now, her favorite character is Pearl. Pearl? Yeah. Well, she's... Believe it or not, uh, like, uh, Addie, she is a dancer, and she is kind of a control freak. Ah, okay. So she's completely, like... She's a goes, mini Pearl. Okay. She's a mini Pearl, exactly. So I thought like, be... I love Pearl! I'm like, I know you do. <laughs> See,
1: Addie, I would have thought it would be Peridot. I don't no, know. No, I, think, no. I think Peridot was basically designed for kids <laughs> that age. No, Addie's definitely a Pearl fan. She is Pearl. <laughs> but um, it's... I would say that this... Uh, steven universe i would classify it as this generation's girl cartoon like the old my little pony and hasbro and cabbage patch kids and Mm -hmm. that it's this generation's new girl cartoon Mm -hmm. even though the main character is steven yeah (laughs) but uh okay we'll Well, get back to get back to modern uh, horror i want to talk to you about um one game jericho (laughs) <laughs> Jericho
0: oh was that uh, made by what's his name Clive Clive Barker yeah uh, have you ever played it yeah I played parts of it I wasn't very impressed by it I'm thinking
1: it, it's I would I would be willing to say it, it's the best representation of what the horror genre means today okay for, for games that are games that are meant to be purely horror that, that would be the poster child the same thing with Dead Space the original yep uh, I mean, yes, it has spooky elements, but the whole thing is built on less environment and more jump scare.
0: Yeah. Well, I thought Dead Space was pretty cool because it was grabbing a lot of, like, you know, old references from Alien, the thing, a lot of those creepy moments where, like, the monsters are very disturbing and not very, like, le- more disturbing, less scary. Because you have no idea what the fuck they are.
1: <laughs> that, I think that's the problem, though, is that we see, we can see too much. So they they try too hard to give us something to see. So so you you see these monsters that are like you know the grotesque, but are they scary? Uh,
0: not to um, me. Well, the I'm trying to think here, but. I think when Dead Space really lost me was in Dead Space 3. When that became basically just co-op, a, a co op. Like, two player I'm like, well, it's not scary with another person. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I love to play co op games. I love co op games, but I don't want to play co op games with my friends. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> that's... A, no, not no, I don't want to play horror co op games with Horror my go, Okay, that, that that, makes that's work. what I meant to say. I don't want to play co op with So I don't want to play co op games with two player games with my friends.
1: <laughs> I don't want to play co op games with somebody. <laughs>
0: it's stupid. I want to have
1: two controls. I don't want
0: to play horror games co-op. That's what I don't want to do. That that is
1: an excellent point, because we have definitely, for for whatever reason, they continue to force the co-op with horror games.
0: Wasn't Jericho's a four-player co-op, though?
1: Kind of. You saw, I mean, um, Fear. The game with with Fear in the title as a
0: co-op game, it's just... Well, Fear 1, that was single-player, and I enjoyed that. That was kind of built on, like, spooky atmosphere, and I, I liked it when it first came out doesn't hold up very well now because i don't know i played it and i already know this where everything's going to happen two was uh, getting better and then three three actually designed into more of a co-op thing, where i I was playing online with gary hi gary (laughs) hi gary and unfortunately everything was like ruined because one the game was glitching and we couldn't get past the section and we're (laughs) it wasn't scared because gary like me is you know like fuck it, I don't care. I, I can die. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> he's not really scared of anything. Poor Gary. Poor Gary. <laughs> I, I was just like uh,
1: Resident Evil Five. You, you, you. I mean, Resident Evil Four. I would not have classified as a horror game anymore, just because yes. I don't think.
0: I, I, I classify it as action horror.
1: I, I don't think. Um, Villagers are that scary. I don't, I don't know, <laughs>
0: drunk Russian villagers. I, I just don't,
1: Eastern European people don't scare me all that I much. Will kill you. So, so it, I would not classify uh, four as as being a horror game. But then five came out, a co op Resident Evil, and it was no longer scary at all. It was no. just it was purely action game at that point.
0: And then six became an action quick time event. with oh co-op. Oh god, that was it's that was a mess.
1: And I. We, that's one of the cardinal sins of making a horror game uh, would be co-op Co-op is 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 never meant to be scary. No, you can't make something co-op scary. The only time I think I've ever screamed playing co-op is when we were playing Doom and had like brutal, where things kept just. Oh, that up. was fun though. That man. was hilarious. It wasn't scary. <laughs> that, was, that was chaos. <laughs> that was great. We have to do a let's play of that sometime. Uh, that'd be just fun. just us screaming at the screen <laughs> while while the monster we killed six times just pops up again
0: and eats us. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no. Uh... I know my brother and Gary and Travis played Resident Evil Six co-op. They said they liked it a lot, and they said it was fun. I guess the, to me, Resident Evil was supposed to be horror, but I guess if you take if you don't think of it as supposed to be horror and just run and gun as a co-op with a buddy, yeah, that's fine. Kind of like what they're doing with Metal Gear Survivor. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh, that face was good.
1: <laughs> I, I actually I want to get into I want to get into um, talking directly to potential developers if you're making a horror game. Things to avoid, I would say, number 1, most obvious like we said, is co-op. You do not make your horror game co-op. It will not be scary. You'll shoot yourself in the foot, foot doing that. Um, number 2, these days we see too much, I mean, movies like Alien, Jaws where you, you barely see the, the evil entity adds to the suspense. And now, I mean, it's a video game. Yeah, you want to be able to see what you're fighting,
0: but take a page for Amnesia. Amnesia did it really well. I mean, again, you have something following and trying to kill you, you don't want to look at it because like you, you don't said, want to kill you. It was
1: graphical imitation, mm-hmm. but it worked in their favor. When yeah. you have too much money to devote to, to, I guess, devote to, to graphics, you want to use it and you want to show it off. But yeah. that's more of a... Uh, I don't know, grotesque thing, like you said, and scary is, is, a, is different than just being grossed out. I'm going to
0: go back to the staircase simulator, the SCP-087, or 9, or whatever it was, or 086. It doesn't matter. Anyways, the game was made one day. You would just go downstairs, and there's maybe like two or three enemies, and all built on audio, and you're just inside your head. Yeah. And it was scary. It was very scary to me, because I put on headphones, and I just... Walk down these stairs and shit was just getting creepy, and I was getting afraid just by myself. Well, that's the thing; it's, nothing it's, was happening, but I was afraid what I might encounter. You were doing all the work for them, you exactly, know. Yeah, you,
1: you were doing it to yourself, and that's what—that's the best kind of horror game there could be—is when you are in charge of making yourself terrified.
0: Yeah, and like when... the first thing I, when I, after about fifteen minutes, I was bored, and I found I found something. Something moved. I screamed like a fucking little girl. I <laughs> But it was just a shadow. That's all it was. It was just a shadow. Scared the crap out of me. (laughs) I
1: I think Slender is on the same line as that. Yes, Slender. Slender is a game that you can't play with friends. You can't play in a lit room. Uh, because, I'm, and I'm talking about the, the original, you know... Yeah,
0: the original, like, eight pages whatever it was? Yeah,
1: the eight pages that the ga- the game that was, I mean... On PC,
0: you, not the one on PS4.
1: If you got close enough to Slender and saw, I mean, you see the, the stitches in the zipper, you know, yeah. it, it ruins it. But when you've got the lights turned off, when you've got no one else in the room, the headphones on, you're immersed in the game every time you see that fucker, you shit your pants a little. You know? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> and, and And that's the kind of thing we're looking at. Something that that not necessarily... You weren't meant to look at Slender, because that's when he would get you. If you caught a glimpse of him, you turned around. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that we really need to see more of that in That's AAA. a really
0: cool game mechanic. You're not supposed to look at your... Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's,
1: it's A. That's what we need to see in AAA gaming. We need to see more utilization of of mystery of, mm-hmm. of just that aspect of do not look directly at it you know don't don't go looking for the graphics you're, you're here for the entire experience mm-hmm. you know and triple a gaming that's something that they'll never
0: get yeah well the game i actually playing right now that i got for my birthday is soma and it's made by the same people from amnesia and the atmosphere in that is really stunning because you have some... I won't ruin it too much because I can't because I'm ruin much in the beginning still. And I'm just playing it. But you have some sort of brain disorder and you're going under experimental treatment. And when you go under the brain scan, it's supposed to, you know, to scan you. But something else fucking happens. And when you come out of it, it's a completely new, dark world. It's, mm. And it's, like, horrifying. And it, the atmosphere is very rich. And I'm walking around it and there's, like, things are not supposed to be certain things. <laughs> and and I'm liking it so far. It's really cool and I'm I'm it's one of those things that I put on my headphones dark at night and I'm letting it absorb me. <laughs>
1: I would say that's that brings me to my my second mandatory rule for developing a horror game is cut back on the jump scares.
0: Oh, the fucking jump scares. <laughs> okay.
1: Jump scares became I mean, they've always been a cheap, you know, just a cheap a gimmick. Gimmick to get a reaction. I don't really like them too much. And, and they work. That's the thing is I mean it's the same thing as having like a screamer in your in your YouTube video to get people to jump and stuff. I
0: know, like, well I fucking hit them in movies because they have like jump scare. Like all it does is just raise the audio real loud. I'm like, it just hurts my ears, like bah. I'm like, ow, e- dude. And especially okay, the
1: worst part is the jump scare the jump scare that's um that, that follows the, the, the orchestrated, you know, do no no no
0: no 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 no
1: and then and then the jump scare you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just there there's no there's no actual emotional investment in there you're not gaining anything from the audience you're not getting the audience drawn into your story all you keep doing is hit, is is you basically just hit them in the face with a, with the symbols you know <laughs> that it, it's not it's not world building it's not scary you got to cut back on the jump scares and that's why I mean, Five Nights at Freddy's. Is, yeah, I was about to
0: say, like, should we bring up Five Nights at Freddy's? It, the newest <laughs> one
1: just came out. That game is entirely built on jump scare. That's that's what the game is, and it's just like I can't get into the series because of that. Because I, it's almost like sitting in a, a sitting in a chair with electrodes that kind of just give you a, a jolt every you know yeah. every five seconds or so. It's not an enjoyable experience. I'm not being drawn in. I'm just getting you know shocked
0: and do you think it's again made for like you know obviously kids love the game like it's i don't know why but i guess
1: kids love the game because kids i mean jump scares are new to them
0: you know (laughs) um but i i like the lore of five five nights of freddys like the background stories that you have to like you know solve for yourself like the hidden stuff in the background that's really neat i'm glad the creator took a lot of time creating that world but like you, I'm, yeah, of course, not a big fan of the jump scares, <laughs> and, and, I mean, it's just like,
1: it, A, it's it's not uncomfortable for the right reasons. You know, it's not uncomfortable because, well, I've already explained that. But I want Scott something to go under my skin, not just, you know, scream at me. It's <laughs> What I would say is Scott, the guy who created the game, is a, a business marketing genius. Because he built this game that the entire... Basis of it was to get YouTubers to make asses out of themselves, you know, for views, for hits, and he built an empire out of that. And that he's a marketing genius, but I would not necessarily say he's a creative genius, if that makes any sense. Um, because anybody that went to Chuck E. Cheese could tell you those animatronics are scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his latest marketing was saying that the game was going to be delayed because it was too dark too sickening and of course there was a troll to get and it worked uh, the, the the steam community lit up Oh, please don't delay the game. It's it's amazing. We want it. You know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they're all, they're starting petitions and shit. And meanwhile, he's just sitting back going, yeah, I knew this was going to happen and it works. You know, that's, <laughs> that's, it's the South Park. You can't come into my... my <laughs> Get the
0: fuck out of here. You yeah, can't yeah, come yeah, into yeah. my theme park. You know, it, it,
1: that's that's all it is. And it's, it's a marketing gimmick, but it worked. And like I said, he's a marketing genius. But jump scares are, they're cheap. It's it's a cheap way to get get your get your jollies, I guess. That's, that's it's. I don't know. I'm trying <laughs> to think of anything else. I would I would say if you're making a horror game that you need to avoid or need to include. Um, audio is important to me. Audio is important. I would not necessarily say include music. I think of music. Um,
0: Lack of music brings tension. I think.
1: Yeah, I think I think music tends to be uh, a negative effect on on something actually being scary the more music you have the less chance you have of actually going oh yeah um even i mean especially being chased when you've got like you know the the really really energetic music the you
0: know
1: the entire orchestra is beating the shit out of their instruments uh, it's you know yeah you've got that suspense there but it's not scary it's just tension
0: yeah i don't know if Something was chasing after me. I'm not going to imagine, like you know, a whole orchestra from John Williams. I might, but I do it for everything I do, and it's usually
1: not John Williams. It's um, uh, crap. I can't think of the name. Danny right Elfman. Now. Yes, it's Danny Elfman. <laughs> <laughs> I just really a music, <laughs> and I'm slowly going insane because of it. <laughs> Scott Silent Hill, <laughs> Muppets are everywhere. This is my personal <laughs> hell. Uh. You got anything else you want to add to uh, to the necessities of making your game spoopy? Less is more. I think I think that's the greatest way to sum it up. Less yeah. is, when it comes to horror, the horror genre. Less is more, which why is why PlayStation One will be the greatest horror generation.
0: <laughs> Except for fighting with the controls.
1: Uh, to me, that makes it yeah yeah i he think you was almost fighting
0: to get into tv
1: i think i think we're, we're we're spoiled now that you can't go back again but i think i think the the shitty controls back for playstation one i think is what made it
0: yeah, yeah i'll agree with that for a bit less just for just a, for a bit. bit just for a little bit, mm-hmm. bit we we'll yeah, argue bathroom. with it later yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right uh we'll we'll conclude on that um what, do you, what are you playing this week?
0: No, fuck that. What do you recommend
1: this week? What do I recommend? Yeah, it's Halloween, man. What do you want to recommend for Halloween? Oh, fuck. Are we talking games or are we talking movies? Well, just do both. One of each. Halloween game. Um, I would actually say I'm going to go back on everything I just said. Get a friend.
0: <laughs> Ignore this whole podcast for the past hour. and <laughs> Not
1: because it's scary, but get a friend. Um... And and play through some of the old uh, arcade shooters, Area Fifty One, House of the Dead, Two, One, Two, and Three. Have some fun and just enjoy the campy bullshit of "Don't come, don't come." The <laughs> shitty uh, voiceovers Gee, over there, <laughs> and, and I mean, make it make it the the corny. Halloween that you can still enjoy. That it's the candy, the trick or treating Halloween we grew up with. You know, right that, on. Yeah, not necessarily, necessarily that it's yeah. horror, but I mean, it, it. Halloween is meant to be enjoyed with friends, and I think the best game to do that is the Crappy. the crappy rail shooters. And I
0: actually might take you up on that. I'll do the House of the Dead. That sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah.
1: Now, what kind of movie do you recommend? (sighs) Movies, on the other hand, movies for Halloween, those are meant to be actual scary. They're meant to get, you know, get you to feel unsafe. Mm -hmm. And for that, I recommend Hocus Pocus. (laughs) (laughs) Just that last night. (laughs) (laughs) The most scary movie I can think of. Honestly, for, for... you can either do it two ways for halloween you can go and do the um the the b flicks of like leprechaun and it and you know go go for the go for broke with the the corny you know the 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 slasher movies friday Mm -hmm. the 13th and stuff like that or you can get something that's more atmospheric like for me i would say if if you're one of the people that can actually get drawn into a movie Uh, The Paranormal Activity Series. I I, I stick by it.
0: Okay.
1: What are you recommending?
0: Uh, Video game or movie? What do you want to start with? Game. Game. All right. Game, 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 game. For Halloween, what would you recommend to play? Besides the SCP games? Yeah. Let's see. What would I recommend? I just had one, and I fucking forgot it. We'll start with a movie, then. All right. The movie I will recommend... You know what? Every Halloween, I actually... I kind of gear towards Rob Zombie films... Like, obviously, you, people know him for his music, but god damn, does he make a fantastic movie. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses was his, right? House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil Rejects. Um, See, I hate movies like that. Why? Like I said, gross isn't necessarily scary. I don't think it really was really gross gross. Like, the Halloween remakes that he did were very suspenseful. It I kind of got under my skin. It gave a nice backstory, like Halloween 1 and 2. I really like those. Like, I fucking love those better than all the other Halloween movies. Like, I think he actually did a really good justice. And he was a, well, I was trying to work on the uh, Blob movie, which I would also really loved. But yeah, check out Rob Zombie's movies, like House of Thousand Corpses, Devil Rejects, Halloween. He does some really good, like, Halloween, like, in general, spooky work. He's, he's a big, big, big fan of, like, the old, like, you know, sp- horror movies and he translates it very well into like the modern age mm.
1: all right uh for game other than night trap what would you recommend <laughs> Night trap, <laughs> god
0: damn it oh <laughs> uh,
1: actually i would recommend getting a bunch of friends sitting around and playing night trap and just just drinking
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what i you know what? i'm gonna recommend soma just like i know i'm playing that right now but it is halloween right now and it's you know, I, th- I think that'd be a really cool, perfect environment, like, psychological, like, horror f- for everybody. Definitely get into that.
1: Alright, um, you got any fuck yous, fuck yes? Eh, it's Halloween. We can skip all that. Sure. Well, from all of us here at Null Space, have a
0: spooktacular Halloween! <laughs> Spooky gaming. <laughs> <laughs>